This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Mufasa. It's Thursday, February 3rd, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is the Lion King himself, Chris. Uh, hello. (laughs) Yeah. Never never been called that before in my life. Uh, But there's always a first time for everything, I guess. (laughs) Well, we'd like to welcome you back to another great day. Thanks for being here with us. Well, today is Thursday and Thursday is for throwing. Throwing way back. Throwback Thursday. Or if you mess up the typing like I did earlier, Thorback Thursday, which is also fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Honestly, that's, where, that's where Thursday came from, right? Both, right. Well, I guess. I don't know. Do no, it know? is. Yeah, that's where the, the term for our day of the week, Thursday, comes from Thor's day. Get out of here. So your misspelling was even more correct than you realized. Wow. All right. Well, listen, another great day podcast community. Only on this podcast could you ever <laughs> learn something like that by accident, <laughs> by complete mistake. <laughs> Well, Chris, let me, speaking of throwback Thursday, do you remember Jinko brand jeans? I do. Very uh-huh. well. Did you ever own any? I do not. I have a story. Ah, okay. Well, in, in telling your story, would you possibly educate some of our younger listeners as to what Jinko brand jeans are? Jinko uh, jeans came about in the late 90s, mid 90s, late 90s. Mm-hmm. And they were mid 90s. Worn by certain groups of people i guess that's what it seemed like um Same. there were jeans that had a you know how you can put on pants and they go around your waist and they have a number around your waist mm-hmm. like 24 or 30 or something if you're a large like whatever like that number was the same at the bottom of the pants wow so it was this huge tube of jean that made no sense. This two, it was still two legs, and it was like wearing dress legs, <laughs> pant jeans. It, it's all ridiculous. Tremendously silly. Did you know Jinko standed for Judge None, Choose One? G N J N C O. I yeah. did not know that. Um, I, I just learned that. I was uh, today years old when I learned that. They uh, so the. I thought they were super cool in seventh grade. And at Christmas, over several people gave money to me for Christmas. And I had $80. Wow. You were rich in kid in kid terms in the 90s. $80. Oh, sure. That was a ton of money. And I decided I was going to be the coolest kid ever and have a pair of these baggy pants. <laughs> so I went to the Pacific <laughs> Sun store in the mall. Oh, Pac so- Sun. Yes. And they had these racks, which now I realize may have been breaking under the weight of these jeans because they were so big. They were um, big. And I looked at them and I don't know why I chose the pair that I chose. I chose Doc Martin jeans. <laughs> nice. That were the same Classy. shape. They may have been like $10 cheaper or something. I don't know. And then separately, I had Jinko shoes. Oh my god, you did it backwards, buddy. So I I thought I was the most ironic, ridiculous person. <laughs> I had the backwards. Doc Martens were the cool shoes. Yes. And the shoes With the gigantic like, rubber platforms, right? So the Jinko shoes were just like converse skateboard kind of shoes. They had a white plat like rubbery regular canvas top. 
But uh, yeah, so I, one more picture of these jeans is they covered your shoe completely. So it didn't really matter what kind of shoe I had. You could have because, been wearing flip-flops or loafers. Because when you're, when you're hacky-sacking with your Jinkos on, the pants flap up and you could hardly hit the hacky sack anyway. It was such a problem. What a mess I was in. <laughs> what a pickle indeed. <laughs> well, pray for Chris. That was an interesting <laughs> choice. <laughs> and I just like to say thank you, Mom, for forbidding me from ever wearing Jinko jeans. You held strong and I'm a better man for it today. So uh, maybe in our Instagram feed, we'll say, did you ever wear Jinko jeans uh, or its competitors? ruse so what was more common in your school jinkos or doc martens maybe something like that would be a fun poll oh awesome well that's a great story thanks chris um okay well let's go ahead and move along with the show all righty this next segment of our show is called the question of the day and if you're a new listener welcome we're glad you're here we're going to ask a question we're going to encourage you to stop and Take a break. Answer this question with those around you. We will give you the generic 10 seconds to answer. And if you need more time, and I do hope you need more time, pause the show. We'll be waiting for you when you get back. Today's question comes to us from Chris Taylor. That's right. Jinko Doc Martin himself. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, if you had to wear the same piece of clothing for the rest of your life and it never wore out, and always fitted, what would it be? We'll be right back with our discussion answers. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another great day. We hope you enjoyed that discussion question. Chris, you just told us a story about some clothing, but I'm curious, what would you wear if you could wear the same clothing for the rest of your life? I'm going to go back in time again to a different era of my life. Gonna go a, back in time to a different set of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I had pants stories until today. Now I now I know that I'm my life is marked by eras of pants. And now random pants stories with Chris. <laughs> college, college Chris would be cargo. Uh, <laughs> after college would be uh, khaki slacks. Uh, anyway, adulthood would be gray shorts. <laughs> Uh, gray slacks. Gray slacks. I don't know Sorry. why. I, that's the most scenario, common scenario at this point. It's so true. But way back when I was a kid, six years old, five and as I think I was six to be to be clear. We lived in a house in a new being built neighborhood, and it had we were on a big U shaped part of a block in a corner. There was one other house within sight. The rest was woods and brush. Cool. And we'd go play in the woods all the time. And it was hot in the summer and brambles and sticky things everywhere and Texas dirt and scraggly trees that weren't that awesome. But I loved it because it was the woods and we were out there with sticks and doing things. Heck yeah. Um, and I, every day I wore the same pair of pants. They were green army pants. So they weren't camouflaged, but they were like I had extra zippers and stuff. And I was six. Sweet. So they were like kindergartner pants. I don't know what they but. <laughs> I can't remember if they were tapered or fit or baggy or anything because I was a kid. I just knew that they were the coolest. And I thought in my head, I want to wear these pants for the rest of my life because they're the coolest. <laughs> I never thought about that I would grow and that these would totally not fit me at all. <laughs> in any, any, like, anyway, so oh, those dude. are my, my pants. Are those would, the same pants you would wear whenever your siblings would jump the massive creek that you were unable to jump over? 
This was a couple of years after that. Oh, okay. Different creek. Okay, so. got it, got it, got it. Well, I'm glad those pants could carry you to freedom in the woods. Uh, <laughs> as for me, let me just say this. Um, I had a shirt made for me, custom-made shirt, back in wow. the olden days by um, a lady. Her, her name was Ella Kennebrew. Ella, if you are somehow listening to this show, somehow, hello to you, and thank you for making me this shirt so long ago. Um, her nickname was Sug, short for sugar. Isn't that great? That's she great. was the nicest lady. Anyways, she made me a shirt, and it was just a white shirt with a screen-printed Ghostbusters logo on the front, and it had my name in stencils on the back, Aaron, in red. As if you Same. were a Ghostbuster? It was so cool. I loved that shirt. It was my favorite shirt. If I could have that shirt today, you better believe I'd be wearing it right now. We hope that you're enjoying this show so far, everybody. We're having a great time. Um, real quick, Chris, let's go ahead and uh, hit the field. Let's send it out to our field correspondent with dad jokes, uh, Wes. Come in, Wes. Can you hear us? Hey there, guys. Just want to let you know. Uh, I'm, I'm running a little bit late. I've been trying to get out of the house and get out in the field and do my job, but my daughter just asked me a question. She said, have I seen the dog bowl? And I was like, what? I had no idea the dog could even bowl. Anyways, I'll get back to you with a good dad joke soon. Have a good one. Well, we'd like to welcome you back to another great day. I'm Aaron, and that's Chris over there, and we are glad you're here. This next part of our show is called The Word of Wisdom. This is where we'll take a minute to go through a proverb or a wise saying and then give you our quick take. All right, here we go. Today's word of wisdom comes to us from Proverbs 22.3. Chris, you mind reading this to us? Sure can. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer it. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. So I have to say a friend of mine at the gym shared this with me today. And since I did not explicitly get his permission, I am not going to name him, but he knows who he is. Uh, when we are walking with the Lord daily, we see clearly what awaits us around the corner. Think about that. So when you're reading your Bible, when you're praying, when you're walking with the Lord every day, you can see clearly what awaits you around the corner. Struggles are still going to happen, but seeing what awaits us allows us to prepare for what's to come. Your walk with Jesus is your preparation for the battle because you fight in his strength, capital H there. You fight in his strength and his strength alone. Mm. And parents, we'd like to encourage you to pause the show and think about sometimes that you've seen danger around the corner or the Lord's been able to bless you with wisdom um, because of your walk with him and how your prayer life maybe has been affected by just being aware of what's around the corner and how Jesus has been your strength or how you'd like for Jesus to be your strength in an upcoming season. So feel free to pause the show. We'll give you a little bit of time here and we'll be right back. All right, well, let's hit the music, Chris, and call it a day. Uh, we want to say thank you for listening to our show, for liking and subscribing, as well as sharing it with all of your friends, neighbors, and the postmen. Uh, we hope this show is a blessing to you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you back here tomorrow for another great day. We'll see you tomorrow.
So, the Mentos wrapper, I put it in my pocket. After hard work of shoveling, I take the Mentos wrapper and put it in my pocket. As I'm on my way home, I start thinking about my day of digging and digging. It doesn't take long to get home because, guess what? I'm on a deserted island. However, I sit down under my favorite palm tree, reach into my pocket, and open up the Mentos wrapper. And what happens to be on it? But a note saying the treasure is close. What could this possibly mean? You're telling me somebody else was stranded on this island and they happen to have a treasure? So what's the first thing I do? I start walking back over to where I was digging. I look around, I look around, I look around, and I see an old tree, probably the oldest tree on the island. Yeah, it is a palm tree, like the rest. There's not that much diverse vegetation on this island. As I walk over to it, and I knock on the tree, start feeling around on it, I hear a hollow. What? This tree has a hollow spot on it. I wonder what's behind it. So, to the best of my ability, I use my fingers, and I pry the bark away, inch by inch, to reveal a compartment. That's right, a hollowed-out compartment about the size of a coffee cup. And inside of it is... And you'll have to tune in tomorrow to hear the rest of this story. <laughs> the end.